Hello, TGN Daily friends, seekers, and worshipers of the Most High God in Christ Jesus. Welcome to Friday Word, our time of listening to the teaching of the Word through a fellow believer in Christ Jesus that is either an independent contributor or an in-house collaborator of TGN Daily, and sometimes an invited guest. Currently led by women for other women, as our Lord makes his servants available, it is TGN Daily's Friday commitment to deliver the teaching of the word from the Bible to you, whether topical or expository, by the spirit of truth for our increasing knowledge of God, our increasing knowledge of his word, and living this life out in Christ Jesus. I'm LaToya, that voice you hear often, but today on this fifth Friday of October, I would like to introduce you to our sister in the Lord Jesus Christ, Sharon, who will be delivering the word the Lord placed and has been working in her to share with his church today. May you be blessed, beloved sisters. Adam and Eve saw clearly and correctly 
Well, they were in fellowship with God. They were aware of the tree of good and evil that was there, but they disregarded it. They were content in their fellowship with all the other trees. Since Eden, humankind has been predispositioned to wear mental and emotional glasses. As a young child, I was convinced to put on a kaleidoscope glasses of rejection. I wore the glasses of rejection into late adulthood. And the light of God's word and his spirit set me free, but I had missed a lot of opportunities to help people because of my anguish and my misconceptions. We all have a story to tell, and for most of us, it's not pretty. As we go through life, we try to make sense and order of what we experience. We develop coping, coping mechanisms, which of itself is not bad. Our life experiences influence how we see things, relate, and react. We wear glasses of red, angry at people, at life, ourselves. Or we put on rose-colored glasses and just, uh, oh, everything is okay, and don't worry about it, blah, 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 and we reject what needs to be done. Or we put on dark-tinted glasses and view the world with negativity. There are many kinds of glasses we can wear, but they all distort, in some degree, what we see. Jesus wants us to have perfect vision. In Mark 8:25, Jesus touched the blind man's eyes, and he saw people as trees walking. Jesus touched his eyes again, and the man saw clearly. The first time was for the physical healing, and the second time was for the spiritual, because we know that Jesus does all things well. Luke 11:34 says the light of the body is the eye. Therefore, if your eye is single, the whole body is full of light. Psalms 19.8 says the commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eye. The idea of the eye being single is focused. A person can't see well if there's not enough light. Have you ever tried to thread a needle with just uh, hardly any light on in the room? Or have you tried to find something that you dropped without enough light? It's pretty hard. It's almost impossible, especially for the needle. But when I open up the blinds in the daytime or open up the door and let the sunlight come in, what a difference it makes. It's like, you know, night and day. Um, so we need the light, not just the sunlight, S-U-N, but the S-O-N, sunlight, to help us in life, to see things clearly. Do not let distraction deter or detour us from our purpose. Proverbs 4.25 speaks of looking straight before us. A racehorse wears blinders to keep it from being distracted by other horses. We too are in a race, a race against time to get souls saved. Amy Grant sings a song entitled Her Father's Eyes that is relevant to this message, and I'll read the lyrics of it toward the end. Of the... In today's world, we're constantly being bombarded, bombarded <laughs> with violence, terrorism, economy, chaos, COVID, 
the glasses Satan has convinced so many of us to wear is dark indeed. And they are custom designed for each of us to make us fear and to see ever-increasing hopelessness. There is a doctor that works with a lot of COVID patients. The doctor said a great many who die do not do so of COVID, but of heart failure. The Bible says that in the last days, men's hearts will fail them because of fear. Do we ignore all these facts? No, not ignore, but recognize that they are distractions from the truth. There is a raging spirit of fear and darkness heavy upon the whole earth. Wickedness is rampant, but this is fulfillment of Bible prophecy. The media, the government, compromised Christians are shouting, shut up, put on the glasses, drink the Kool-Aid. And by the way, that's Kool-Aid's flavor with a strong dose of fear. Do you realize that in Revelation 21, 8, there's a list of who will be in the lake of fire? among which is the fearful, those who are filled with fear, pushing out the light of God's word. God says so many times, fear not. Ephesians 1, 7 says that God gives you, gives us, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, that the eyes of our understanding being enlightened. Ephesians 3, 8, 3 18 and 19, that we may comprehend what is the breadth, length, depth, and height, and to know the love of Christ. So when we are just focusing on Jesus and his great love that we just, our human minds can't wrap it around how much Jesus really loves us and what he wants to do. And, um, and God will never lead or allow us to go to a place where his love and his grace will not keep us. Sometimes it feels like, uh, Lord, why am I here? <laughs> what, what's going on in my life? Uh, what should I do? And you just get so confused. And where are you, God? Where are you? But don't let the, allow the negative things of the past or the present to color our glasses or our vision to keep us from seeing opportunities. In spite of all that's going on, the truth is the truth is, revival is happening. People by the thousands are accepting Jesus. In truth, Satan has come down to earth, having great wrath, knowing his time is short. There is a difference between fact and truth. Be careful of the glasses we wear. We need to actively look for truth. The narratives of today are passing off facts in place of truth. Just for example, of how our eyes or our perception can fool us. We're going to suppose a lady in a grocery store left an item after paying. A teen in baggy pants, a hoodie over face, grabbed the item and ran out the door. Fact, it did happen. But what is our first perception? I don't know. Maybe some people will say, oh, that kid's still in that. <laughs> But the truth is, he was trying to catch the lady to give the item to her. As we reflect on the coming days and years, it is crucial that we keep our eyes focused on God and Jesus. It appears the world is falling apart. That's how it appears, especially to those who don't know God. And life
life as we know it will no longer exist. We are not delusional and it is not a hologram. To survive, we will focus and we must focus on the truth behind the facts. Second Kings chapter 6, 17, Elisha and his servant were in the city of Israel. The Syrian army had surrounded it with full military force. The Syrians were cruel, ruthless. They cared for nothing, uh, for morals. They didn't care for ethics or religion or human life of any kind. Their whole desire was to conquer and control, much like what is going on today. Elisha answered his terrified servant, Fear not. They that be with us are more than they that be with them. God opened the eyes of his servant, and the servant saw that the mountain was full of horses and chariots, chariots of fire round about Elisha. And we, as Christians, we have angel armies fighting for and beside us. So we, we don't let the things of this world that is saying, oh, this is the way it is. Everything's going to end. Everything's going downhill. Fear, fear, fear. We have a good God that loves us, and we have a God that is in control. Again, our priorities are spiritual. When we reach out to people with truth, it is God who must open their eyes. Acts 9 and 18 saw who is also Paul thought he was pursuing truth by killing Christians. It took Ananias whom God enlightened first and opened his eyes to pray for Paul. It says there fell from his eyes as if it were scales. God knows in full detail, clearly, what is going on in the world and specifically in our personal life. He cares. He cares. And he is in control. We may put on the amber-colored glasses to say, but uh, what if? Instead, let us say, as in Psalms 32, verse 7 and 8, Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. And God says back, I will instruct you and teach you in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide you with my eye. We must stay close enough to God to see his face, to see where his eye is directing us. Our great king of kings, the lion of the tribe of Judah, will bring us safely through the minefields of this life to our eternal home. Second Corinthians 2.9 says, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man. What things God has prepared for them that love him. Don't forget to look up. Get that head up. See the harvest of souls and get busy reaping. And we as women, we sort of have an edge on the men because we are able to emotionally see things and we just sort of have an intuition, a second sense, if you will. And God can really, really use that in a woman. Of course, you know, there's... We have to keep that in control. <laughs> but yeah, never let being female make you feel put down, not even in the least. God loves women, and he showed that in the Bible in many different ways.
But I would like to read uh, Sandy, no, no, Sandy, no, Amy Grant, Amy Grant's uh, song, it's in her father's eyes. I may not be every mother's dream for their little girl, and my face may not grace the mind of everyone in the world, but that's all right, as long as I, as long as I can have one wish, I pray. When people look inside my life, I want to hear them say, she's got her father's eyes, eyes that find the good in things, when good is not around. Eyes that find a source of help when help just can't be found. Eyes of compassion, seeing every pain, knowing what you're going through and feeling it the same. Just like my father's eyes, my father's eyes. And on that day, when we'll pay for all the deeds we've done, good and bad, they'll be seen by everyone. And when you're called to stand and tell just what you saw in me, more than anything I know, I want your words to be. She has her father's eyes. And I think that is the desire of every woman's heart, is to see as Jesus sees. And we can do that so much better than men sometimes. So um, God bless you and keep you, cause his face to shine upon you, and bless you with every spiritual blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much, Sharon. I received that blessing, and I hope you do too, sisters. I also want to thank you, Sharon, for leading us to check our vision before the Lord our God. Wow. If you are a regular, regular with TGN Daily, how amazing was it that Sharon used so many of the scriptures the Lord has led us to listen to, meditate in, and delight in. How great is our God? You can find links to the song and lyrics to the Amy Grant song mentioned in the Fifth Friday Word post on tgndaily.org. If you are listening to this and you do not know Jesus, you need his light, or you are saved but feel far from him today and have for a while, you need an eye appointment, so to speak. I want to encourage you to reach out to me here at through TGN Daily through the contact form on the website if you have no other person to turn to in Christ Jesus. And let us get together and seek God together on your behalf. Amen. And thank you, Father. I'm still over here celebrating with my sister because her heart is so full to share your goodness with others. And sisters, by his grace and in his timing, he has made the opportunity for her. Our God is so faithful, beloved, and so good. And as he continues to will and direct us, you will hear more from Sharon again in the future as a reoccurring contributor here at TGN Daily. Thank you for joining us for TGN Daily's Friday Word. If it be the will of God, I, LaToya, will be back with a fresh word next Friday, the first Friday of the month. Until then, keep that head up like Sharon encouraged us today, sisters. May the word of God direct us upward, be the light upon our daily path and the lamp to our steps by the Spirit of God. In the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm.